Live from the Service Master by Cornerstone Studios on 99 FM ESPN. On the line now is the host of BetMGM Tonight podcast and Odyssey Sports Betting Insider Ryan Horvat. He's on X at Ryan Horvat. Just one T. Insider calls presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. And also be sure to listen to BetMGM Tonight for more of his analysis. Ryan, how's it going, man? Doing great, man. Um, you know, getting excited. Obviously, week two of the NFL season kicks off tonight, so really excited about that. We got some college football tonight. Not the best slate this weekend, but they're let's be honest, like any anything's great in, in college football. Right. And then uh, next week, obviously, week four is going to be amazing in college football. Probably the best slate we get all season. So. Best time of the year, in my opinion. You got to holler at me about my Memphis Tigers. We've had that that number was at 16 tonight at home versus Navy on a Thursday night. It's gone all the way down to 13 and a half. I think the over under the total started at 46 is a 47 and a half. This uh, this is getting uh, a lot of over attention, and it looks like it's getting a lot of Navy attention. And I got to be honest, I'm going to be completely real with you. As soon as this number dropped under 14, I took the Tigers and didn't think twice about it. I don't think that's a bad bet, to be honest with you. And I know it looks like right now a lot of sharp action. It uh, looks like the number, you know, as crazy as it sounds, probably about right because you really can't drop off Navy too much. Uh, as far as the total, yeah, it, it looks like we opened up 48.5. We're down to 47.5 in some shops. So look, looking like late, we're going to get some under money. I would only, if I'm betting this game, I have to be honest, man. So I'm a Notre Dame fan, and right. I was actually a little worried about week one against Navy and uh, didn't take the points or didn't lay the points with Notre Dame, should have. I mean, that game was over going into the first half, man. Like, Navy, I get it. It's a service academy team. We have the new, and, and like, the one thing to look out for if you're laying big numbers against them, if you're looking to bet totals, is the new clock rule, right? right. So like, now uh, the clock doesn't stop after first downs, so they're going to run the triple option. They fooled us all against Notre Dame. Like, hey, we got this new passing offense. We're going to push the ball down the field. They don't even have a quarterback on that roster, man. They threw the ball one time in that game, and both guys <laughs> – if both guys ran the same route, they were both wide open, but they yeah. bumped into each other. You know, I know it's Bethune-Cookman, but Memphis just hung 50 on an FCS school. Uh, on Saturday, you know, they took apart uh, Arkansas State 37-3, to so they covered the number again because they closed as only 21-point favorites. I went over on the win total on Memphis. I got a really good number because I betted at 7, went up to 7.5. I'm a big Seth Hennigan fan. You know, um, the defense caused four turnovers. I know that's hard to predict back-to-back weeks. But, yeah. you know, if you look at like, going back really quick to the offense, the first two games, Hennigan's been really good. He's completing over 70% of his passes, I believe, four touchdowns, has the two picks. Um, so as long as he protects the football tonight against Navy, I agree, man. Once we got to 13-and-a-half, it's a completely different story. I like Memphis. 14-and-a-half, maybe I like Navy yeah, because, right. you know, you're looking at a key number and you're getting three touchdowns. You're getting three scores at least in that game. But I'm with you. When this number went to 13, 13-and-a-half, that would be the only way that I would go would be Memphis tonight. Yeah, four turnovers like last week at Arkansas State is really hard to predict considering you're playing a service academy and they usually hold on to the ball. They they, they, yeah. they don't usually put it in a harm's way all that often. But, hey, you, you, you are a Notre Dame fan. I want to ask you about Notre Dame because – I am very high on two sort of sleepers, and Notre Dame is one of them in the top ten. Obviously, everybody's going to talk about Georgia, Michigan, Florida State, Texas, USC, Ohio State. We get all that. But Penn State and Notre Dame are my two, my two college football playoff uh, relative outsiders that I, think, uh, that I think can make it in. Notre Dame, Sam Hartman, I, I'm impressed. They have a, a added dimension to their offense that they haven't had in a while. and It's usually that, that power running game. They still seem to have it with the steam A, but now you, have, uh, uh, now you have my man Sam Hartman just bombing over top. Um, you have uh, 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 Jaden Greathouse. That's a really good receiver uh, so far this year. Sam Hartman, I think ten TDs, zero INTs, and you could talk about like competition if you want. But I, I like that Notre Dame team so far this year. You know, I really do too. And I didn't, see, I didn't really know what to expect just because on the defensive side of the ball, they had to replace all three of their defensive linemen. Um, on the offensive side of the ball, love Sam Hartman. Obviously a huge upgrade over anything they've had since Brady Quinn, let's be honest. But Tommy Reese bolts last minute to go to Alabama, so you have a new play caller. Marcus Freeman, jury's still out. I like him, but we got to wait and see if he could win the big games. And 
you know, I didn't know who was going to step up in that wide receiver room. Like you said, now they have some weapons, but all their playmakers are freshmen. Audric estimate has been great, man. My favorite stat, he's averaging almost six yards per carry after initial contact. He's just running guys over. And the reason I like Sam Hartman so much, so he's probably not a starting NFL quarterback. I think he could have a 10-year right. career as a backup. It could be pretty serviceable. He's just not the biggest 6'4", 6'5", guy. But what I like about him at Notre Dame is, you know, he was great at Wake Forest, but he was always due for that stinker, that four-pick, three-pick game usually against NC State, and he kind of conquered those demons last week because now he's playing behind an offensive line where they average 320 pounds. At Wake Forest, that's still like 265-pound linemen. <laughs> you have no real run game, and you're running the mesh offense, and he's not the biggest guy to hang in the pocket. So if the defense continues to play like this, you know, and I know that they gave up 24 to NC State, but, man, they hung 40 again. You get Central Michigan this week at home. I don't think it's going to be a look-ahead spot, but next week's huge because it's primetime showdown. Luckily, they get the game at home, but they get Ohio State. I'm not down on Ohio State, but Ohio State is just I'll tell you that right now. I am. Yeah. (laughs) Like, they're really good defensively. I like Jim Knowles. I think that's an upgrade. Like, on defense, they're a little bit older. But offensively, you know, they just don't have the usual throw game that they have with Kyle McCord or you know, if Devin Brown's going to see some action. I guess McCord's the guy now. But I love Marvin Harrison, and I'm pissed because I bet him to win Heisman at a really good price, 35-1. to 1. And last week, yeah, he put up some numbers, but I don't know what he's going to do against this Notre Dame secondary next week. Right. So if Notre Dame takes care of business against Ohio State, Duke, that's the problem, man. It's just the schedule. You know, USC, Clemson on the road. Wake Forest at home, but they look really good. And then the other team really quick that you brought up was actually my pick to win the Big Ten, and we're still getting really good prices on Penn State. Drew Aller's an upgrade over Sean Clifford. They have 16 starters back. What I like about Penn State, they get Iowa out of the West. I thought, like, Iowa was going to be a little bit better offensively. Turns out they're not going to. And then they play Ohio State and Columbus, but we just talked about that. We're a little down on Columbus. They get Michigan at home, Penn State does. Yep. And I think right now, if you're power rating teams, man, I haven't seen enough from Georgia. I'm not going to lie. Michigan right now, to me, is the number one team in the country. But Penn State might be just as good because they have eight starters on offense. And everybody talks about Michigan's backfield. For whatever reason, nobody talks about Nick Singleton and Katron Allen. Oh, they they're ridiculous. just as good. Right. You know, and they have a stud left tackle that turned down the NFL. The defensive side of the ball, I love Chop Robinson, who they stole from uh, Maryland a couple years ago, five and a half sacks last year. They have Kalen King who had three picks last season. He's really solid. The only knock on Penn State for me, I'm not a big James Franklin guy, but with eight starters back on offense, eight on defense, Michigan at home, that was my pick to win the Big Ten, so I'm there with you. Well, that, the, the Ohio State thing just bothers me. They obviously named Kyle McCord the starter for the rest of the year, and yes, okay, you can give Jim Knowles his credit, but what happens when you get in the deep waters against Penn State and Michigan, who also play uh, great defense and are known for great defense year to year? I, I just I have my serious doubts about Ohio State being that team because offensively, they just don't look like they have it this year compared to years past. Yeah, which is weird to say. Like, we're talking about the defense. They actually have a decent run game, but they don't have – and it's funny because we always talk about it at Ohio State, right? Like, it's the easiest system for a quarterback to run. Like, Justin Fields, the knock on him, he's a one-read quarterback, played in a really quarterback-friendly offense. You know, every time we get to the draft and there's an Ohio State quarterback, like we even did it with C.J. Stroud. When is an Ohio State quarterback panned out? It's the Ryan Day offense. But um, it's weird because, yeah, Kyle McCord just doesn't look good. Now, here, here's what, like, I'm being very careful with my words because I know how this ends for me as a Notre Dame fan in the big spot. Like, I still have nightmares <laughs> right. of running out a whole section to watch Eddie Lacy run all over Manti Teo and that defense in the national title game a couple of years ago. So, I worry that like all of a sudden the offense just clicks against Notre Dame and they hang 37, 40 points and, and end our season right there. But the early returns on Ohio State's offense, not great. And I got to say, by the way, shout out to you. You're bringing up stars on that Penn State uh, offense and you bring up Olu Fashanu. Yeah, I mean, you, you're doing it great. You know who you're talking to. You know your audience right this second. That's well, beautiful. I mean, like that's, that's the most important thing. Like oh. when I bet NFL games. You know, you know, like for example, that's O tackle I mean, one. By the way, that is that is left tackle one in this year's draft. He should have oh, been totally last year. Agree. There's so many good ones though, man. Like, no, I, I love Joe Alt. Like, there's yep. a lot of really good tackles in college football right now. And hey, like, if you watch that game in prime time, and I'm, you know, I'm a big Aaron Rodgers guy. My heart is broken right now. In my opinion, the most important position in football is obviously left tackle. And just like that, the Jets go from Super Bowl aspirations to now watching Zach Wilson quarterback their team again. So. Yeah, when you watch football, watch the offensive line. That's what my grandfather taught me at a young age. Was a football coach, and, you know, we won 15. It all starts up front in the trenches. In the trenches, Ryan. It really yes. does, man. 
It's so important, though. Yeah. Now, um, uh, last thing on college football, then we'll move on. Because, again, the week three slate, you already mentioned, it's not that great. Week four, we will be absolutely loaded, and week five will be loaded. Um, but week three, not so much. We have uh, we have Prime dealing with what he's dealing with. They're 2-0, Colorado is. And uh, we have Jay Norvell saying that he doesn't he, – when he talks to uh, – to grown grown people, he takes off his hat and his sunglasses because that's what his mother taught him. What do you think about this? And also, when you when you go and bet on these things, do, do you take bulletin board material into uh, into uh, account? Say, if you were going to bet on this Colorado game minus the twenty three, would you take that into account? I do, especially in college football, man. Like I buy into the narrative of college football. This actually, I was so I'm I'm waiting to fade Colorado because I've made the mistake a couple weeks, you know, and. Uh, I got the perfect spot next week. Right now on the look ahead, that's only going right. to be a 15 point spread. If they take care of business against Colorado State, I'm going to be, you know, betting a lot of money on Oregon and then Washington in the coming weeks. I don't think this is a good spot to fade, uh, you know, Prime or Colorado. I mean, they're so fun, man. Travis Hunter is so damn fun. If they win nine games, he might win Heisman. If he's able to actually play 116 right. to 120 snaps every That's week. insane, though, isn't son. it? You can't keep he's doing really that game to game. Like, even like when so. you start to play some of those more physical games, and I understand we're talking about the Pac-12, so it doesn't get all that, that more, much more physical, but uh, 129, 130 snaps a game, they're going to have to start. And I know Dion has experience. He was a guy who, who played both ways, played baseball, did all that. But at some point, it feels like you're going to have to, you know, uh, send his snaps one way or the other a little bit more. It doesn't mean you take him off the field on offense or defense altogether, but you're going to have to shift those snaps to one side of the ball. Oh, I completely agree. Even like Oregon in a couple of weeks, man, you think like Oregon, but that's a completely different team with Dan Lanning. You know, even Mario kind of changed the culture. They're a little bit tougher. Not as tough as like Utah in the Pac-12. Right. That's why Utah wins double-digit games every season. They're a Big Ten team that's in the Pac-12. Was in the Pac-12. Pac-12 dead now. But yeah, I mean, like, I think you poked the bear. So now Dion's going to lay the points. And you saw what happened last week. Like, they took that, they took the real personal. His son was out there without his helmet, just like staring down the other sideline and so Colorado State's not a very good team. That doesn't help either. So I, I would lay the points, actually, with Colorado in a game that I planned on staying away from just because of this, because now you poke the bear. But I also think that it was uh, great marketing when you think about it, man, like great promotion of a game that maybe, especially here on the East Coast, a lot of people might not stay awake for because it's a 10 p.m. kickoff. You know, it might not kick off until 10, 15. Now we're all going to be there. We're all going to be watching college game day because it's at Colorado for the first time in forever. And it's not the best schedule, like not the best slate of games. So I think he sold us on the game, tried to build a little bit of a rivalry. I like it, but I think he probably messed up because Coach Prime doesn't mess around. Now he's going to lay the points on because they're a much better team. Now, speaking of primetime, we have Kirk Cousins in primetime, 5-10 and 10 against the spread, 3-12 and 12 straight up in primetime. That's always fun. Uh, but this is Thursday night football going against the Eagles. No Kenny Gainwell for the Eagles. No Reed Blankenship. No James Bradbury. So that could mean something, and it may shift the line a little bit, may shift everybody's thinking. Um, but Kirk Cousins in primetime. And I think last time that the Eagles and Vikings met in primetime was last year, early, I think, week three. Um, and the Eagles just laid it on them, twenty-four to seven. I mean, are we are we thinking that the the Eagles can cover tonight? Or I mean, certainly win, but but do you think they can cover? I think it's six, six and a half at a lot of places. Yeah, so it's funny because like we talk about Kirk Cousins and his struggles in prime time, but since he's been in Minnesota, actually he's kind of become Mister Thursday Night. He's three and one, but um, seven and nine, like you said, six and ten against the spread. Three and one though on Thursday night. And I don't think Kirk Cousins will be the issue tonight. I mean, the offense wasn't the issue for the Vikings last week. 88% of their yardage did come via the passing game. They really couldn't establish the run. But I'm glad that you brought up week two last season because you go back to that game and Cousins under pressure. I mean, man, he in that game, actually, I'm looking at his numbers right now, 4.8 yards per attempt. He had three picks. And I'm looking at his numbers under pressure. He was 6 of 14, only completed 42% of his passes for 43 yards, had a touchdown and two picks and a 34.8 rating, which was his lowest of the year. Thing is, though, now with Philadelphia, man, a lot of those guys are gone. I know I really do like their young players, but um, a different secondary. You lost a lot of bodies. What I did here is I grabbed the points with Minnesota at 7.5 when we were getting more than Mm -hmm. a touchdown, knowing that the number was going to come down. Now at 6, I don't love it as much, but I think Minnesota is the right side. You know, Justin Jefferson – 
I uh, talked about how the Eagles played some cover zero in that game last year, so they've been working on some things at practice to counter that. I know Cousins really struggled, struggled, like I said, under pressure, but now he's got Jordan Addison, who looks like an upgrade over Adam Thielen. Uh, you know, Josh Joby's going to be filling in at DB. You have to wonder, is Slay going to follow around Justin Jefferson? No N'Kobe Dean, who's got their green dot. I, I, what I like in this game is still Minnesota, to be honest. I know a lot of people like the over. I do think we get some points. I'm staying away from the total. A prop I really like is actually Madison, the running back, over, let's see what his number is right now, 16 and a half receiving yards. I think there's going to be mm-hmm. a lot of checkdowns. I'm worried about Philadelphia. New offense, no Shane Steichen. Indianapolis actually looked pretty good. When Jalen Hurts, same thing, man. When he was pressured week one, he completed just three of 11 passes for 10 yards from a clean pocket, 19 to 22, 160 yards. Minnesota last week blitzed a league high 47% of dropbacks. Problem is they only got home on 21% of them. If they're able to get home on Hurts, make life hell for them. They might even win this game outright. I'm not high on Minnesota this season, but um, I do think that there's a little bit of an overreaction because they lost to a bad Tampa Bay team. It looks like the Eagles took care of business against the Patriots because they covered the spread, but they were spotted two early touchdowns in that game. Slay had that pick six, and then they did nothing the rest of the way. And everybody's like, well, it's Bill Belichick's defense. Bill Belichick's actually struggled against mobile quarterbacks the last three years. Kind of held Jalen under check, like I said, in check, so... I like the uh, Vikings tonight, but I really like Madison props. And then Justin Jefferson, anytime touchdowns plus money right now. He didn't score week one, kind of went on a milk cart in week two. Um, I mean, half two. So I think Kirk Cousins is going to look to get him the ball. So I like his anytime touchdown plus 120. Now talking with Ryan Horvat at Ryan Horvat, uh, just one T on X, BetMGM Tonight podcast where you can find all of his work. Um, after week one, uh, what, what, what sort of shifted your, your betting brain? Like what, what, what takeaways sort of shifted how you're going to look at the rest of the season? Yeah, I mean, obviously, I think my Jets futures are probably Yeah, I think that's that's where you start, right? So that stinks. But this is actually my favorite week. And, and of course, I could go 0 for 10. But it's my favorite week because we get so much overreaction. So what I learned is that the market's going to continue to overreact to one week of football. So the Saints would have opened up on the look-ahead line as one-and-a-half-point dogs. Now next Monday night, they're going to be three-point dogs, three-and-a-half in some shops. I know it didn't look great for Bryce Young, start one, they're at home. Also didn't look very good for the Saints. I love the Panthers next Monday. I think they might win that game outright. The Bears, they looked terrible against a decent Green Bay team at home. Tampa Bay beats Minnesota in a game where I think they were outgained by like almost 200 yards. So now the narrative is Bears stink, Tampa Bay actually pretty good, Tampa Bay's at home. Bears opened up on the look-ahead as a one-and-a-half-point favorite. Now they're three-point dogs. So obviously we, we go with a four-and-a-half-point adjustment. We take the Bears. You know, like the Patriots actually looked pretty good. Dolphins beat a Chargers team that looked like the Chargers again. So now we're getting a three-point spread. I'm going to take the Patriots at home. And then my favorite one, though, I was really high on Baltimore coming into the season, man. My biggest right. takeaway is I'm worried. Defensively, up front on that offensive line, they've worked out four offensive linemen uh, yesterday on Wednesday. They're going to have a backup left tackle now going in this game against uh, Trey Hendrickson. So good luck. I like the Cincinnati Bengals. The narrative is, you know, Joe Burrow got paid. The offense is broken. The defense lost Jesse Bates, so now they stink. Bengals will be fine, man. I, I think that says more last week about what the Browns are this year because the Browns, nobody was really talking about them. They might win 12 games. They might be yep. real Super Bowl contenders. It has nothing to do with Deshaun Watson. The hire of the year was Jim Schwartz, the defensive coordinator, and they spent all that money on the defensive line. The way to beat quarterbacks like Joe Burrow, you can't blitz all game. He's going to pick that apart. He's the number one quarterback in the league against the blitz. You've got to get natural pressure, and uh, they were able to do that. I mean, it's a bad example because last week Schwartz blitz, I think, on 50% of the dropbacks. But Cleveland's going to be able to do that. That's why I think they're scary. But that's my biggest takeaway, man, is the market just overreacts to one week of football. So we get some really good prices this week. So you mentioned the Bears. I I don't know. I, Justin Fields, uh, he didn't have much of a shot, uh, you know, throwing the ball. They tried to get him out of the pocket a lot, and he had a lot of pressure in his face. Uh, but also, you're you're not going to have Chase Claypool on the field, and that was a guy they were sort of hinging a lot on outside of DJ Moore and Darnell Mooney to be sort of a a target. I, can you explain to me what he was doing on the field? I mean, he was there was just no effort. He didn't do anything. He 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 seems. Like he is just out of it altogether, Chase Claypool. And I knew that, like when he got when they traded a second for him, like the thought of Chase Claypool is always better than the actual reality. But it looks like he doesn't even want to give effort for that Bears team. That was, and he's going to be inactive this week. Matt Eberflus already put him as a, a healthy scratch. 
there was no effort. And, like, they were pissed off at him all offseason long. We'd heard those reports. Like, he would just go missing. I was talking about this in our preview for the game. Last time I saw Chase Claypool, he was in, like, Paris wearing a dress at, like, a fashion show. <laughs> right. like, I don't think he has any interest in playing football. Definitely not for the Chicago Bears. Definitely doesn't look like he wants to be involved in that system. Which, that's, that's my concern, man. It's so easy to just be like, Justin Fields stinks, and he might. He might be just a one-read quarterback, and D.J. Moore was kind of taken out of the game plan in that game. But my takeaway is the LaFleur coaching tree might not be very good. Daniel Hackett <laughs> right. is not good. He's there for Aaron Rodgers. And then Luke Getze, who calls plays for the Bears, there was no creativity. Like, nobody moved. There was no pre-snap motion. Um, Green Bay's defense should be improved, but they're not top five in the league. So I expect there to be some some positive regression, I guess, from Chicago. At least get creative. And, yeah, Chase Claypool, like you said, man, like the idea of Chase Claypool, and I'm a Notre Dame fan, sounds much better than Chase Claypool. Because on paper, he's 6'4", and he runs a 4'4", You could take yeah. him in the slot. He's a nightmare matchup. But he just, I don't know, man. And it was the same thing in Pittsburgh. So you can't even say it's culture. Like, he doesn't want to be in Chicago. Because is there a better culture than what Mike Tomlin has in Pittsburgh? Mm-mm. Especially now that Big Ben's gone? I don't know. So, um yeah, yeah. I mean, that, trust me, that's a scary game. Betting on the Bears is scary. I'm glad yeah. I'm getting three points. But, I mean, also, are Overreaction. we now, like after one week, are we saying that Baker Mayfield's a three-point favorite <laughs> over anybody? You yeah. know? I mean, right. I don't know. And, by the way, can we get a hand clap for our man Jordan Love for your, uh, for your oh, Packers? Yeah. That look, I know I understand hey. the Bears' secondary is probably the worst yeah. in the league. I understand that. But he picked them apart and looked great. Glad that you brought that game up because I've already bet Atlanta. Atlanta was out to one-and-a-half-point dogs, and I was like, okay, what an overreaction. A, I like Atlanta this season. My only concern with them is Desmond Ritter still doesn't want to push the ball down the field. I think Drake London had one target week one. But here's a game where you don't want to push the ball down the field because the Packers' strength is their secondary with Jair Alexander. And, well, Eric Stokes is out right now, but Rasul Douglas is pretty good. You know, in in this game, you just want to run the ball because that's what Green Bay last year. i got to see if they improved. They were 31 if you look at Football Outsiders numbers against the run, and then 28th DVOA against the run. So now you're going against Atlanta, and they're going to activate Patterson this week. Bijan's a weapon, obviously. And Tyler Algier, everybody like forgets, he broke their rookie rushing record last year with 1,200 yards, scored two touchdowns week one. Yep. I think they're going to run the ball all over Green Bay, man. So I like Atlanta. Jordan Love looked really good, but I just want to pump the brakes a little bit. And Packer fans, like all my friends, get pissed when I tell them this. He had a clean pocket. All day long. Of course. And like you said, it's the Bears' defense. You, you know what's an issue when you spend over like $75 million on your defense and then you look at where your assets went? It's all at the linebacker position in the year 2023 because that's not going to get it done. Mm-hmm. Now, 466 for Tua last week. <laughs> I, I, think, uh, I think we can shift how we view uh, the Dolphins, but he's got to stay healthy, man. He, he went to that jujitsu instructor and he learned how to fall this offseason, yep. so maybe it'll, maybe it'll all come to fruition. But uh, we saw them do this type of thing week one last year. Um, how how on board of the Dolphins are you? How on board are you with uh, with Tua and Tyreek and all those guys? Yeah, when the Jets off Darren Rodgers on Monday night, the first thing I did, and luckily we did the show from MGM, I just went and just bet the bet the Jets to win the AFC East. I got mm. concerns about the Bills. It has really nothing to do with Josh Allen. It's more Ken Dorsey. I talked about this right. all last year. The early down stuff is nonsense, and it's. Like you can't every feels year like Brian Dayball. Sorry to cut you off. Feels like Brian Dayball never no. got to get got to develop Josh Allen as much as he uh, as much as he wanted to. He left a little bit too early. Yeah, exactly, man. And I don't know. Maybe the Patriots are a little bit better than we expect, but it's, I don't think they're better than the Dolphins. Um, Jets still have really good defense. With Zach Wilson's their quarterback. Although, man, if Brees Hall just could run for twenty <laughs> yards per carry, that'd right. be all right. But with the Dolphins, it just comes down to Tua staying healthy, and I mean. He didn't get hit in that game against Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack, and that was without Armstead on the field. And if you look at his QBR, I think it's like going into that game like 12.3 when Armstead's off the field. And uh, he didn't get sacked all day. That was the most impressive thing. Somehow, what a perfect game plan they had without their starting left tackle. You know, And, and I think they're going to end up with Jonathan Taylor. I don't know what it's going to take, but I just can't <laughs> see Jonathan Taylor sit out the whole season. If they get Jonathan Taylor, maybe you want to buy in now. I know he's only a running back, but now imagine – if Jonathan Taylor is the back he was two years ago in the right. McDaniel system, that's the reason that he's there. He was the run game coordinator in San Francisco. You have the deep threat in Tyree Kill, who hasn't skipped the beat at all. What did he have? Ten catches for 255 yards. And uh, Jalen Waddell, they haven't even really had to do much with him. I mean, it's been one week, but he only had four catches. I think the reason I like Miami so much is what we saw on the defense. So we know what Vic Fangio is. 
because uh, he's been doing this forever. And his pass defenses are always really good. And I like their pass rushers. Bradley Chubb isn't what he was a couple of years ago, but I like Jalen Phillips. I actually bet him to be defensive player of the year, thinking maybe Chubb would eat some double teams. And eventually, I think at least they're going to get Jalen Ramsey back and they won't have to rely so much on Eli Apple. They're going to be out, able to outscore anybody. I like the Dolphins a lot this season. That said, I did bet the Patriots because we're getting three points at home and it's New England. Right. You know, Belichick coaching for his career this year. But uh, I do like the Dolphins. I think they're a double-digit win team if Tua, you know, stays healthy, learned how to fall. Now, last thing for Ryan Horvat at Ryan Horvat, just one T on X, BetMGM Tonight podcast where you can find all of his work. In the NFC, we had two teams there at the top. Uh, Eagles were fine. You're on the road against the Patriots. It was a close game. It is what it is. Mac Jones under Bill O'Brien looks improved. Um, so I, I don't want to you know overreact to the Eagles only winning that game by five and really giving an opportunity to the Patriots to go win that game. Um, but the 49ers and uh, Cowboys took care of business. Are you going to stay away from overreacting to either of their week one uh, uh, week one blowouts? Now everybody was giving me a hard time on my Cowboys prediction. I predicted the Cowboys actually to go to the Super Bowl. Same. I like them a lot. I'm right there. I'm right there with you. Yeah, I, I mean Kellen Moore is great maybe for Justin Herbert if he lets him push the ball down the field, but Kellen Moore wasn't great for Dak because Dak doesn't need to be pushing the ball down the field. Dak needs – he's like I, I hate the term game, game manager. I mean, Dak's a pretty good quarterback, but Tony Pollard should be the lead back. Now he's the lead back. Uh, I like the addition of Brandon Cooks because now Michael Gallup could go back to being the number three, and he's coming off a torn ACL two years ago. wasn't the same player last year. CeeDee Lamb proved last year he could be a number one, and that defense – could be historically good. Like, there's yeah. a reason that Dan Quinn didn't take a head coaching gig, and it's that defense. So, Dallas, that one didn't surprise me. I'm a little down on the Giants, and I just bet the hell out of Dallas in that game because the Giants' offensive line is their biggest concern. If you have a banged-up offensive line, good luck going against that pass rush, yep. um, that run-stopping unit for Dallas. And then, you know, like, nothing, no, nothing else really surprised me, though. I'll tell you what surprised me the most, actually, in the NFC. Um, was Brock Purdy looking the way that he did against that Pittsburgh defense just because I keep calling Brock Purdy like a jag, just another guy. I expect him to come back down to earth. But I don't know if we're going to see it, man, because we're getting a big enough sample size where it looks like he might be the guy in San Francisco. It's just so hard for me to believe because I uh, was a big Iowa State guy, Matt Campbell, Brees Hall, Brock Purdy when they were there. And that last year they were together was just a disaster. Purdy got benched, didn't look very good. And now all of a sudden, uh, you know, he's looking like he could be in the MVP conversation. So uh, I, I'm pumping the brakes a little bit on everything I saw in the NFC and the AFC, but I do think that Dallas is the real deal. That's the one team that I am, I'm sold on. You mentioned surprises. The one, the, the one surprise out of the NFC for me was Rams over Seahawks in that fashion. And the Seahawks just looked miserable, yep. man. Like offensively, how, I, 126 yards passing from Geno after the season he had a year ago with those three wide receivers makes no sense. It boggles the mind. Especially when you look at like the Rams secondary, what they are now compared to what they were. Their roster in general, Ryan, their roster in general is just miserably bad. But they found a way on offense, Puka Nakua and uh, uh, Tutu Atwell, both 119-yard performances. Uh, But that roster from where they were two years ago winning the Super Bowl is just like uh, they have let it go. They don't care. Yeah, I, I went back and watched that game because Matthew Stafford, though, was magnificent. He was yeah, the best was. quarterback in the league last week. He was so damn good. I mean, when you're when you're making Puka and Tutu, like you said, the hottest waiver wire pickups in fantasy football, you know you're doing something right. He's healthy. And, like, that's what they were saying, though. Stafford's just the, healthy he's been, the healthiest he's been in years. I worried a little bit about that offensive line, and obviously Cooper Cup not being available. But, I, I like, I kept saying the Rams season is going to go like this. Three, they're going to be a disaster. Everybody's going to get get hurt, they're going to win four or five games. Or, you know, maybe they win ten games because why would McVay come back to coach, deal with all that stress, do this every single day, and pass up all that money to go to the broadcast booth? He has his Super Bowl. He just got married. Like, he could always come back and coach like Sean Payton. Like, he could have got out of this crappy situation. Right. Instead, he went back. So I was thinking, like, maybe, maybe he doesn't think this team's going to be all that bad. And the NFC, you know, it's, it's, I'm pretty down on the NFC this year, so, yeah. so who knows? If Stafford it's plays open. like that every week, maybe they go on a little run. And you still have Aaron Donald, who's also in the best shape of his life. I mean, I thought Gino was going to cry um, when he saw him coming <laughs> right up the middle. He was like, oh, my God, just threw it away. So who knows? But I'm still not there with the Rams. That is a great clip, though, by the way, of Gino saying, oh, my God. Oh, it is. 
Oh, and he just sort of threw it right right across the middle and tried to get rid of the ball. I understand. I get it. I completely understand if I'm Geno Smith in that situation. But Ryan, oh, I would be the same. Ryan, you the man. Appreciate it. We'll do it again next week. Thanks so much for having me, guys. Yes, sir. That's Ryan Horvat from BetMGM tonight. He's Odyssey Sports betting insider as well. He's on X at Ryan Horvat. Just one T. Insider calls presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM. App. Now we need to go ahead and get into the Blitz, and it looks like the Rockets, who have had some serious things to deal with, with Kevin Porter Jr. and uh, his felony assault and strangulation of his girlfriend, looks like they're trying to trade him. Talk about that next, 92.9 FM, ESPN. 92.9 FM ESPN is Memphis's sports station on the free Odyssey app. Download it now on your phone. Smart speakers say play 92.9 ESPN. Portions of today's program are pre-recorded. Football is back and so is Cash the Ticket. Jim Costa with Mike Valeni every week this fall. That's picks, parlays, and that's sweet, sweet value. Cactus included on all the NFL and college football matchups. Full breakdowns on the biggest games, but... If you have a life, you don't have 45 minutes to spare, we've got you. We're the most on-demand podcast. We're catered to you and the teams you love. That's Cash the Ticket. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. From local town councils to Capitol Hill, agents who are realtors are standing up for what's right. We're here protecting property rights. Here advocating for the issues that affect our neighborhoods. Here championing fair and equitable housing for all. Because we are realtors, bound by a code of ethics, driven to serve our communities. We're here for it all, here for you. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are. Ten bucks says your local Staples now accepts Amazon returns. Ten bucks says you can make those returns at Staples seven days a week. Ten bucks says you'll get in and out fast and easy. Ten bucks says when you make an Amazon return at Staples, you'll get ten bucks off your Staples purchase of thirty dollars or more. Ten bucks says it's pretty cool to get ten bucks to spend on something you want just for returning something you don't. Ten bucks says Staples will be your new favorite place for Amazon returns. Ten bucks says you knew I was going to say ten bucks says. Offer good in store only. Exclusions apply. You didn't become grilling royalty by using just any hardwood pellets. You became grilling royalty this brisket. by using Kingsford hardwood pellets. Kingsford is America's grilling expert with over 100 years of expertise in flavor and quality. Their hardwood pellets deliver excellent performance in any pellet grill, adding an authentic wood-fired flavor to any meal your family loves. Any more chicken? Take pride when you grill and grab a bag of Kingsford hardwood pellets today. Kingsford.com. Gillette Intimate gives guys a gentle and easy shave on there. And around there. And even under there. Don't treat your groin like junk. Respect it with Gillette Intimate, the best a man can get. Buy now at a retailer near you. For nearly 18 years, we've been delivering brand new vehicles right there in the Memphis market. And now we're excited to announce that Red River has a Toyota store right here in Wynn, just a short hop across the river to get the best deal on a new Toyota than anywhere else in your state or our state. Or we can bring it right to Memphis and drop it off in your driveway. You can order yours online right now at RedRiverToyota.com and we'll bring it to you. So check us out at RedRiverToyota.com or come see us in Wynn. Vicks Stick, Soothing, non-medicated Vicks Vapors in an easy-to-apply stick. Soothing for your loved ones. From the makers of Vicks. Trusted for over 125 years. Boost your immune system at the Shot Nurse with the Tri-Immune Booster. Packed with vitamin C and zinc, give your body a head start at fighting off illness. With three locations throughout the Mid-South, we can get you in and out in about five minutes. The Shot Nurse is your wise choice. The Shot Nurse. Country's hottest rising star, Riley Green. There was this girl. Ain't my last rodeo tour. Shoot me a leg. Friday, April 5th, Bank Plus Amphitheater. With Tracy Lawrence and Ella Langley. On sale Friday, 10 a.m. at Ticketmaster.com. Riley Green, produced by Red Mountain Entertainment. Don't miss this season's most sensational concert experience. Trans-Siberian Orchestra, live in concert. December 14th, FedEx Forum. Tickets on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. at LiveNation.com. 
The ultimate holiday rock tradition that will leave the whole family amazed. Trans-Siberian Orchestra's The Ghosts of Christmas Eve. The best of TSO and more. Appear on the Smile Center Hotline. Now back to the Gabe Coon Show, live from the Service Master by Cornerstone Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. The NFL season is here, and now is the time to get incredible offers from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Plus, all customers who bet $5 will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. Now is the best time to join FanDuel. The app is easy to use, and you can bet on everything from spreads to player props and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash Gabe K, G-A-B-E-K. That's my promo code again, G-A-B-E-K. And kick off the NFL season with an offer you won't want to miss. Tonight, Thursday Night Football, everyone wants to take the Viking side six and a half at home in front of the Philly faithful after a, a week where they want to prove something take the Eagles man take the Eagles and, and, and laugh all the way to the bank but FanDuel is the official partner of the NFL you must be 21 plus and present in Tennessee first online real money wager only $10 first deposit required bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt restrictions apply see terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook gambling problem call the Tennessee red line at 1-800-889-9789 NFL Sunday ticket offer ends 9-18-23 no refunds terms and embargoes apply $100 off NFL Sunday ticket not YouTube TV YouTube TV base plan required to watch YouTube TV. Redemption requires a Google account and current form of payment. Commercial use excluded. Subscription renews. Cancel any time. Now it's time on the Gabe Coon Show to go ahead and hop into the blitz. Now, the biggest stories overloading the line of bull rush of info. It's Gabe's Blitz on the Gabe Coon Show on 92.9 FM ESPN, Memphis's sports station. And the Blitz is always brought to you by Sissy's Log Cabin. Connor, what you got for me? Uh, from Shams, the Rockets are working to trade Kevin Porter Jr. along with draft compensation in wake of charges of felony assault and strangulation of his girlfriend. Okay, I, I, I fully recognize how disgusting this is. It's super gross. It's gross. This is a guy who um, very clearly got into an altercation with his girlfriend. There's, you know, she's trying to push back right now, which I hate. I, she's trying to push back against some of the allegations and the fact that they have an abusive relationship. I don't know. But right in that in that certain situation, running out into the hallway bloody, the cops had to be called. She supposedly has a fractured vertebrae in her neck. Like, I, I hate to see that in itself, that, that she wants to push back a little bit. But I know how gross it is. This is a guy who just has a felony assault and strangulation charge against his girlfriend, and you're trying to trade him off. That being said, it's business in the NBA. When you look at sort of the salary tables for the Houston Rockets, Fred Van Vliet, of course, got his max contract. Dylan Brooks gets about $22 million per year. Kevin Porter is third in their salary tables. He's going to make $15 million per year this year. And if you want to offload him and try to find some cap flexibility – as a franchise, I think you should be well within your right to do that, even if this guy is, uh, you know, a scum. Like, that's the truth of it. If you need to go do something for business, go do something for business. I know everyone's reaction to this. Who's actually going to take them? What are they going to do? I, I think there's the far-out possibility that if they, if the Rockets add tr- uh, draft compensation to this thing um, and, and, you know, they just sort of match the salaries and all figure it out, I think it could be a win for both Sides the Rockets get rid of Kevin Porter Jr., who's been an issue for them and certainly is an issue with these felony charges, and the other team could get draft compensation. And then I would I would assume that that team would then either cut, release, wave, do whatever uh, with, with Kevin Porter Jr., but this is strictly business. I, I'm not going to fault the Rockets for, for going down this path, even though you know the view of it, the, the PR look of it is, is really gross. Yeah, it, it is, but... You know, at the end of the day, it's not it's not the Rockets' fault he did this. They're gonna, and I understand why they're trying to see if they can get anything for him. This is also one of those situations where Shams put out this report, and there was a video attached to it, and he put a caption on it. It's very important that people watch the video and listen to what he said. 
Teams are not making this trade to, to play him, Kevin yes. Porter Jr. They are making the trade to cut him immediately. It sounds like nobody has an idea of him wanting of of keeping him in the NBA right now. That is not the idea of this. It is simply because they could get draft compensation for Kevin and Porter flexibility. Jr. and roster fl- flexibility. His contract is guaranteed this season. It's about fifteen million dollars. It's not guaranteed after this year. That is why this is happening. It is very true. It is gross that this guy is being used to get a benefit. I understand that. That is true. It is also true that the Rockets, you know, they <laughs> deserve a chance to figure out something here with a really, really bad situation that they did not put themselves into. You could argue that they gave Kevin Porter Jr. a chance, which, sure, but at the end of the day, he was the one that did this. He is the one that committed this awful crime. He should be held accountable, but let the Rockets try to see what they can do. If they can't get it done, cut them. I yes. get it. Cut them. Yeah, and I'm sure they're going to go down that like path everybody if they have to go down that path. Everybody across the league, it seems like, is saying, hey, the Miles Bridges, it felt like we messed up. They have to get this right. Like, the NBA needs to step in at some point and be like, listen, this guy doesn't need to be in this league anymore. We don't need him here. He had, he, he's gotten multiple chances, and this is an awful, awful mistake. There's zero excuse for putting your hands on a woman. Just none. Absolutely none, especially when she's asleep. But at the end of the, it, it, this is one of those tough situations where we've got to stop expecting pure morals from our for, from our sports teams. We've got to stop well, doing that. There are cases where I think that you can expect them. This is one of those where it's a bit of a gray area for me. It's because I understand it's really gross using this guy to get draft to to, to get any assets back. But it's not the Rockets' fault that they're in their situation. It's business, it's business is business. It's business and good business is getting Kevin Porter Jr. out of your building if you're the Houston Rockets, right? For something if right. you can. And if they can't, they'll probably wave him, they'll move on, and they'll, they'll deal with what they need to deal with. But I don't blame them for trying to go down this path. I do have doubts about somebody making a trade for him. I, I completely I, – I don't know if that's ultimately going to happen. But again, like just everybody calm down about the Rockets making this move. This is, this is, business is business, and this is good business to get Kevin Porter Jr. out of Houston. NFLPA's new executive director, Lloyd Howell, calls for grass in all 31 stadiums. He put out a statement. Connor, I'm going to read it in its entirety. It's a little bit long, but it's all right. We'll figure it out. Moving all stadium fields to high-quality natural grass surfaces is the easiest decision the NFL can make. The players overwhelmingly prefer it, and the data is clear that grass is simply safer than artificial turf. It is an issue that has been near the top of the players' list during my team visits and one I have raised with the NFL. J.C. Treader, the, the, pres- the president of the NFLPA, uh, has, has several times called this out. But while we know there is an investment to making this change, there's a bigger cost to everyone in our business if we keep losing our best players to unnecessary injuries. It makes no sense that stadiums can flip over to superior grass surfaces when the World Cup comes or soccer clubs come to visit for, an ex- for exhibition games in the summer, but inferior artificial surfaces are acceptable for our own players. This is worth investment, and it simply needs to change. Now, um, I completely agree. Um, I, I think it is completely ridiculous that the NFL flips to grass for soccer exhibitions coming into town on NFL uh, in NFL stadiums, but they feel like artificial turf is still okay for their players. When the incident rate is lower on grass fields, um, the impact is substantially lower. We have stats on this. We have data on this. It's it's beyond time. The reason they don't do it is because it costs more money to keep up grass. Well, yeah, and of they're course. just trying to cut yeah. corners and, and and try to save their money any way possible. That doesn't mean that there's some stadiums that still go with the grass and try to keep it up. I, I, I you know, honestly, tip the cap to all of those uh, franchises that have grass down on their on their playing surface. Um, but this this needs to be done. I, I'll tell you from my experience playing on turf versus playing on grass. There's no there's no uh, uh, there's no comparison. Um, grass. There's a reason that during fall camp practices. And everything else, when you have like a practice after practice, you know, back in the day when there was two days, there's a reason you played on grass all those times because they want to take impact off those legs. Everyone knows about it. Everyone knows that less injuries happen on grass, yet we still stick to the artificial turf for whatever damn reason just because it's a little cheaper. I, for one, am absolutely shocked that NFL teams are cutting corners yeah, for player oh, safety yeah, right. yeah. in favor of money. I can't. This revelation is oh too much gosh, for me to I handle. I can't fathom it. I may need to take the rest of the show off. This is this news. I'm just I'm reeling from it. But no, I've, yeah, it's it's they need to do this. It's I'm under the opinion that even if there wasn't data, which there is a lot, that grass is <laughs> right. better for players, you would still do it because if players do not feel comfortable or safe on turf, they should not be playing on turf. Period. 
Yeah, that's it's kind of, I kind of have a simple simple uh, opinion on it. If the players want it, the NFLPA wants it. You should probably do it. And guess what? It will help your team in the long run because your players aren't going to tear their Achilles in the first four snaps of a game. No, what? Uh, and 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 can I be honest? I don't know if that necessarily that that injury that Aaron no, Rodgers it, it may not have been but I mean, it was certainly some contact uh, and then he went down and he tried to press off of it I don't the know Hall went, I think the same is thing could have happened the same thing could have happened on artificial turf in my opinion but that's beyond the point a lot of people in that Jets orbit feel like the grass was a big contributor to Aaron Rodgers tearing his Achilles but I was thinking about this if we throw it back in Aaron Rodgers' career, Aaron Rodgers' injuries cause some stir and cause a lot of things to change in the NFL. If you remember when Anthony Barr fell on him and he broke his clavicle um, when he got hit a little bit late, I think it was 2017, what did we do? We looked at the uh, roughing the passer call. You couldn't land with your full body weight. You had to you know, get, set down a pillow and give him a blanket before you put down the uh, – the quarterback, so he changed that. Now I think it's very possible that he makes a massive change just because he got injured to the artificial turf first grass debate. Like Aaron Rodgers going down means something to all these people, um, and he causes some pretty substantial change to the NFL in the past. Yeah, you have to read the entirety of Goodnight Moon to Aaron Rodgers before you're allowed to sack him. <laughs> yes, yes. But but he but Anthony Barr taking him down and breaking his clavicle changed how we view. Yeah. And I think we went too far with that one. Probably. I don't think if we switch from artificial turf to grass, that's going too far. That's just making the damn NFL franchises pay for a better surface and keep up a better surface using their money, which they have at their As disposal. a fan of the NFL, I would like to see the best players playing all the time, so do it. Yes, it's pretty simple. Pretty simple. And I, we've been calling for it for a while. Yeah. This is not new. No. This is not new by any stretch of the imagination. But that'll do it for the Blitz. We'll get to the rewind when we return on the Gabe Kuhn Show, 92.9 FM, ESPN. Discover credit cards automatically double all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year. Wait, hold up. Question for the audio engineer. Is this for real? Apparently. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash match. Hello, this is Trey Norcross of Volvo of Memphis. If you're looking for affordable luxury, legendary safety, and a family-owned and operated dealership, come to Volvo of Memphis. If you're looking for a dealership that treats you like an honored guest in their home, Come to Volvo of Memphis. At Volvo of Memphis, it's our goal to build lasting relationships one satisfied customer at a time. Volvo of Memphis, the difference you deserve. And remember, drive safe, drive a Volvo, and go Vols. Visit Volvo of Memphis at 7910 Trinity Road or online at volvoofmemphis.com. The NFL season is here, and now's the time to get incredible offers with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed, plus all customers who bet $5 will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. Now is the best time to join FanDuel. The app is easy to use, and you can bet on everything from spreads to player props and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash GabeK, G-A-B-E-K, that's my promo code, and kick off the NFL season with an offer you won't want to miss. FanDuel is the official partner of the NFL. You must be 20 one plus and president Tennessee first online real money wager only $10 first deposit required bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt restrictions apply see terms at fanduelcom slash sportsbook gambling problem called Tennessee red line 1-800-889-9789 NFL Sunday ticket offer ends 918-23 no refunds terms and embargoes apply $100 off NFL Sunday ticket not YouTube TV YouTube TV base plan Required to watch YouTube TV. Redemption requires a Google account and current form of payment. Commercial use excluded. Subscription renews. Cancel anytime. Visit Frontier Western Store today for new shirts and boots. Frontier is your top Carhartt store in the Mid-South. There's thousands of in-stock shirts and jeans. They have the classic K87 pocket tee in every color they make, including new ones just released. Available small to 4X. Want new jeans? Frontier has you covered with super tough work denim by Carhartt. And you've got to check out their selection of Ariat jeans for men, women, and children. You'll love how easy it is to find the size and style you need. Have you seen Frontier's remodeled world-famous boot showroom? It continues to expand. New styles by Ariat just arrived, plus plenty of in-stock proven classics, too. Whether you need work or dress boots, trust that Frontier's the place to come. See thousands of pairs of Ariat boots and thousands more by Dan Post, Corral, Durango, Rocky, Twisted X, and others. And Frontier's pricing is lower than online and chain stores, so you know just the local shop to visit. Frontier Western Store, 5880 Goodman Road in Olive Branch, and on the web at FrontierWesternStore.com. Locally owned and operated since 1967. Hi. 
this is Lauren Choate with Choate's Air Conditioning, Heating, and Plumbing. Choate's is offering some amazing specials for this month only. If you're considering upgrading your furnace before the cold weather comes, Choate's is offering $1,000 off a new carrier furnace. If you don't need a new furnace, Choate's is now offering its early bird $60 furnace tune-up. This 22-point tune-up includes a free carbon monoxide test and heat exchanger inspection. And Choate's is your indoor air quality expert. For the best quality air for you and your family, it's recommended to have your air ducts cleaned every eight years. This month only, Choate's will install a free UV light system when you get your air ducts cleaned, a $500 value. Call us at 347-8086 to take advantage of these amazing deals. So turn to the experts with Choats. And remember, let our family serve your family. Give me liberty and give me real estate. I'm Sheldon Rosengarten, and that was you, Mallory. Not only does he work with me at Mark's Ben Storff Realtors, he's the president of this year's AutoZone Liberty Bowl. So you, instead of sounding like Patrick Henry, what do you mean? Well, Sheldon, like you, I sell real estate. I'm also privileged to serve as president of the 65th AutoZone Liberty Bowl, which will be held Friday, December 29th at 2.30. I'm able to handle all my clients, whether they're buying or selling, while participating in this great annual tradition. Hugh, that is definitely quite an honor, and with your fabulous track record in real estate sales, I know you'll do a great Great job. Hugh will move you as something to remember. And you can reach Hugh Mallory at 497-9756. It's also why people often say that when you want the job done, call Shell Dunn. You can reach me, Shell Dunn Rosengarten, at 4830546 or memphisrelocate.com. That's memphisrelocate.com or 4830546. See you with the AutoZone Liberty Bowl on December 29th. Bartlett Small Engines is the Mid-South's go-to spot for Honda Power Equipment. Shop Honda lawnmowers, tillers, generators, service, parts, and more. Serving both commercial and residential customers throughout the tri-state area since 1970. They're a full-service home and garden supply, offering expert service on almost all popular brands, not just the ones they carry. Bartlett Small Engines, an authorized Honda dealer. 6780 Summer Avenue. Call 386-9779 or visit BartlettSmallEngine.com. Kelly Blue Book is the one-stop shop for pricing, fixing, selling, and instant cash offering. Instant cash offer is exactly what it sounds like. An official offer to buy or trade your car. Just enter your VIN or license plate. Answer a few questions about your car's history and what kind of condition it's in. In minutes, you'll receive an offer to sell or trade your car that you can be sure is fair. Then choose a dealer to purchase your car and schedule a time to meet. For all of the it's, kbb.com. Every piece of land has a story. Some right there is behind the wheel of a John Deere 1 Series tractor, like the Upshaws. This is my tractor, Penny. It's all about attention to detail. But the Nelsons love cruising around their expansive Montana ranch in their John Deere Gator UV. We've been here since 1868. While the Caggianos drive a John Deere zero-turn mower to keep their Long Island brewery looking sharp. Don't call me. Don't bother me. I'm going out to mow for a couple hours. Run with us and start telling your story. Learn more at johndeere.com slash radio. Tonight, mainly clear and cooler with a low of 57. Weather brought to you by Barbasol Shaving Cream. Choose Barbasol Shaving Cream for a thick lather and a close, comfortable shave. Barbasol, the American original for over 100 years. Better buy Barbasol. Now, it's the Rewind. Now, we play a battle Rewind. Brought to you by Memphis Barbecue Company. Rewind on 92.9. We got the Tigers and Navy rolling along right now. I hope they leave no doubt, but I, I hope more that we learn a little something Offensively, Can this team run the ball against an opponent with a pulse? Now, I understand some people would say Navy may not be the, the opponent that you could call having a pulse, but compared to Arkansas State and Bethune-Cookman, they certainly do. Can they show some explosion offensively before the stretch of Mizzou, Boise State, and Tulane? Because, by God, they are going to need it for those games. That is, that is going to make or break their season. What do you think about this team? We will know after those games between Mizzou, Boise State, and Tulane. Um, defense has impressed me so far, but it's beyond time. And I've, I've talked about this all offseason, even into the early season. It's beyond time to give Seth Hennigan some help and get that offense more balanced, get that run game going. That old line needs to come along. So hopefully we see that tonight. We can talk about it tomorrow on a Friday show. I had Jeff Calkins on at 5, Ryan Horvat at 6 to give you some NFL picks for the weekend and talk the NFL as a whole. If you want to listen to the whole show, listen to those interviews, download the Odyssey app, search 92.9 ESPN. What's the biggest game 
tonight. Presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Vikings at Eagles. Eagles six and a half point favorites. James Bradbury and obviously Thursday Night Football on Amazon. So that should be fun. 7-15. James Bradbury, Kenny Gainwell, Reed Blankenship are out for the Eagles. N'Kobe Dean is on IR, so he's been out. Fletcher Cox is questionable. Everyone is changing their view of this game based on that. I'm here to tell you, don't. Don't change your view. That Eagles team is still very good. I know that they lost a few things in the offseason, but they are still a fantastic team and at the top of the NFC. Everyone needs to make sure that they understand one thing about uh, tonight's game. Primetime Kirk Cousins. (laughs) 5-10 against the spread. 3-12 straight up. The Eagles are in front of their home crowd for the first time in the regular season. The Vikings' defense is less than impressive. I think it'll be a high-scoring game. I think Jalen Hurts and his weapons get it going. I think their run game's going to be solid. That O-line will keep them upright. But if you're telling me the Eagles only need to win by a touchdown, give me that. Give me Eagles minus the six and a half. I feel good about it. I know a lot of people are taking the Vikings, and they think it's too many points. Give me the Eagles. Fast forward. Fast forward. Lee Sterling for Paramount Sports will uh, get you prepared for the weekend, gives you picks in the NFL and college football. We'll get you prepped for that slate in general. And also, I am looking forward to bringing on Alyssa Lang, SEC Network studio host. She will be the next speaker in the eight-part speaker series in the fall for the Memphis Touchdown Club. She'll be at the Hilton Memphis this coming Monday, so be sure to check that out tomorrow as well. Um, But that's a wrap for today. Thanks to Ryan Horvat and Jeff Calkins for their contributions to the show. We'll meet back here at the same time tomorrow. In the meantime, I'm going to go ahead and pass you off to Amber and Ian. For Connor, I'm Gabe. Be easy, be safe, and enjoy the rest of your night. WMFS FM and HD1 Bartlett. WMFS Memphis celebrating a legacy of sports as the flagship home of the Memphis Grizzlies and Tigers Talk. Always live on the Odyssey app and on smart speakers say play 92.9 ESPN. What's up everybody? Nick Costos here with the Sports Betting Minute brought to you by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Taking a look at the pro football slate for week two this Sunday. How about Denver? A three and a half point home favorite against Washington. Total in the game is 39. Denver coming off a season opening loss at home against Las Vegas. Washington with a home win, but it was an unimpressive one against Arizona. And when it comes down to the point spread of this game, if I'm going to get more than three points and I get to go against Denver starting quarterback, I, I think that's a really good bet. I think that Washington has the better starting quarterback in this game. I don't trust Denver's quarterback at all. I think he'll be benched by midseason. So it's just a numbers play at anything above three. Let's play Washington right now, plus three and a half in Denver the Sunday. That's it for this Sports Betting Minute brought to you by BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app and take your game to the next level with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense from to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Must be 21 years of age or older. Must be in Tennessee. Visit BetMGM.com for full list of terms and conditions. For problem gambling support, call the Tennessee Red Line at 800-889-9789. Bartlett Small Engines is the Mid-South's go-to spot for Honda power equipment. Shop Honda lawnmowers, tillers, generators, service, parts, and more. Serving both commercial and residential customers throughout the tri-state area since 1970. They're a full-service home and garden supply, offering expert service on almost all popular brands. Not just the ones they carry. Bartlett Small Engines, an authorized Honda dealer. 6780 Summer Avenue. Call 386-9779 or visit BartlettSmallEngine.com. Here we go. Here comes the Sandman. Ladies and gentlemen. Adam Sandler. One, two, three, four. The I Missed You Tour. Should we clap along? Trying to play guitar a little bit for you. Adam Sandler. Live. FedEx Forum, November 16th. All right, let's lose that. I hate it. <laughs> Get tickets this Friday at noon at LiveNation.com. At Fisher Investments, our clients know we have their backs. How do your clients know that? Because Fisher Investments is a fiduciary, the highest standard for a financial advisor. It means we're there for our clients and always put their interests first. So wait. You do it because you have to? No, we do it because it's the right thing to do. Our clients trust us with their retirement savings, and we know how important that responsibility is. So we take the time to really get to know them. Get to know them how? We make sure we understand their unique goals, finances, health, family, and lifestyle so we can tailor their portfolio to their specific needs. Our goal is to help them achieve a comfortable retirement. Sounds like a big responsibility. You must make big commissions then, right? No, we don't sell commission-based products. We have one single transparent fee that's structured so we do better when our clients do better. Visit FisherInvestments.com to find out why investors like you are switching to us. Fisher Investments. 
clearly different money management. Investing in securities involves the risk of loss. Every business seeks an advantage, whether it's having the best location, hiring top talent, or spotting trends before they happen. And now, the United States Postal Service can give your business a new advantage. Introducing USPS Ground Advantage. Reliable and affordable two- to five-day package shipping. It's the advantage you need at the price you want. Get the Ground Advantage at USPS.com advantage. The United States Postal Service. Delivering for America. Every piece of land has a story. Some right there is behind the wheel of a John Deere 1 Series tractor, like the Upshaws. This is my tractor, Penny. It's all about attention to detail. But the Nelsons love cruising around their expansive Montana ranch in their John Deere Gator UV. We've been here since 1868. Well, the Caggianos drive a John Deere zero-turn mower to keep their Long Island brewery looking sharp. Don't call me. Don't bother me. I'm going out to mow for a couple hours. Run with us and start telling your story. Learn more at johndeere.com radio.